Hi there, I'm Timmy Murphy and welcome to my podcast, This Man's World. This is a podcast series where I talk to all different men from different walks of life. On this series, you'll hear different stories from different men and what it's like being a modern man in a modern day world. Welcome to This Man's World. Hello, hello, it's me again. I'm back. (laughs) I say I'm back like it's a big bloody thing, but to me it's a big thing because I haven't really been chatting into the mic for the past couple of weeks, if not months. Well, since since the end of series one, which my which was my dad's interview, I haven't really kind of picked the mic up and, and done anything with the podcast and stuff. And if I'm being honest, it's because my energy, my motivation, my productivity levels were just kind of at an all time low. And I've really kind of struggled the past couple of weeks. So just even picking up the mic and hitting the record button has just, it just honestly feels like I'm climbing a mountain. Um, We're all struggling. I'm no different to anybody else, but I found it really, really tough the past couple of weeks. Um, So obviously we, we had Christmas time. Christmas came and went. I actually, do you know what? I actually had a lovely Christmas. I had a really, really nice Christmas. And I was kind of doing, I was doing, stuff for social media for a clothes store in Ennis which is really nice over Christmas time because things like fashion and skincare and social media and Instagram and all that sort of stuff that's all my strengths and that's all my passion and I really enjoyed that and Christmas was busy you know it was a strange one it felt like we were kind of in a twilight zone because it was busy around because people had kind of lost the run of themselves me included because the country was just like swung open and um, looking back Obviously, that was the wrong thing to do, but there we go. Our government did it. They opened up the country, and now we're back in lockdown number three. <laughs> I hate that word lockdown. I, I honest to God, I hate that word lockdown. It, it actually goes through my head. I'm sick of saying it like quarantine. I don't want to say that word because that's, that's bloody worse. So, I don't know. Maybe we should come up with a different word apart from lockdown. I don't know, but anyway, I'm sick of, sick of using that word. Certain words I'm sick of saying, pre-COVID, post-COVID, uh, we will get there. We're all in this together. Lockdown, uh, COVID-19, all that business. I'm withered. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, look, Christmas Christmas came and went, and it was it was a good Christmas. I really, I really enjoyed last Christmas. And if I'm honest, I didn't really do anything different than what I would do other years. Obviously, apart from socialise and meet friends like on Christmas Eve or, you know, go out on Christmas parties and stuff. But Christmas Day for me was always a day where I always wanted to just stay in the house. Because I suppose years, years of kind of working in retail, whether it be in fashion stores or skincare stores or department stores or wherever, I was always kind of worked to the bone right up to Christmas Eve. So, like, the last thing I ever wanted to do on Christmas Day was go out and visit people. So, like, I love staying in the house on Christmas Day. So, it was nice. It was really, really nice. Um, Christmas Eve, I drank a whole load of whiskey. I think I drank a whole bottle of whiskey. So, that'll show you. And Christmas morning, I was just kind of, like, topping up on the beer and the fags and, oh, God. But, look, it was Christmas 
it was the Christmas of 2020, which was a horrible year for all of us, me included. So I just thought, fuck it, it's Christmas. I can do what I want. So Christmas morning, I spent... Oh, excuse me. Christmas morning, I spent my mum and my brother Dara called up and we exchanged gifts. My father always calls up as well Christmas morning. Um, I've, Obviously, I don't know whoever's listened to my first podcast. My, my parents were separated, but my dad has always made a point of calling up Christmas morning and exchanging gifts, which is lovely. So he called up Christmas morning um, and we had breakfast. He always stays for breakfast. And then... I went over to his house this year for dinner. It was the first year I actually left my mum's house for dinner. And I purposely did that because, well, for two reasons. Um, number one, I just wanted to break up the routine of Christmas. Because 2020 had such been a shit year. I had just said, you know what, I just want to do something different for Christmas dinner. The hotels are closed, so that ain't going to happen. And my mum likes to cook Christmas dinner and stay in the house anyway so there's no way that she would ever go to a hotel even if they were open so I said you know I'm going to go over to my dad's house this year so my dad lives at the other side of town in Ennis with his partner Mary they've been together now for like over 10 years so I love calling over to them and she's such a great cook as well and well so is my mum I'm not comparing them I'm not comparing their dinners their Christmas dinners they both do amazing Christmas dinners and also Mary's daughter Louise uh, was over in Italy so she couldn't come home for Christmas so I just thought you know what it's just going to be the two of them sitting there for Christmas day so I'll go over this year so called over to them had a lovely dinner really nice dessert and I was just like bloated as fuck so it was time to come home came home and then my brother Dara was obviously still there and his lovely girlfriend Sharon called up she goes out to her parents Christmas morning and does all that jazz. And then she comes back and she spends the night time with us. Which is lovely. So uh, Christmas night was just sitting in. We watched we watched the Lady Gaga movie uh, Star is Born. Yeah. And sure I was like two sheets to the wind. Is that the saying two sheets to the wind? Yeah. I was two sheets to the wind by the time the, the bloody opening credits of the, the film like. And it's a very emotional, very upsetting, heartbreaking movie. So by the end of it, I was in absolute floods of tears. So was Sharon. Now, I blame all that on the alcohol. <laughs> Both of us were pissed. So, uh, yeah, I blame it on the alcohol and the very, very horrifically sad ending. But it was a lovely, lovely Christmas. I really enjoyed it. Stephen's Day was good as well. I did kind of struggle Stephen's Day. Stephen's Day. Look, I sound like when I say I struggle... I know there's probably people listening to this going, honest to God, what the hell has he got to struggle for? But I always say everyone's bloody problems are relative to them. Everyone has their own mountain to climb. And even though I am the luckiest man in the world where I have had nobody in my family f- affected by this awful bloody virus, um, you know, not nothing like that has come my way. I just, I'm a social animal and... Like people will describe me as that. Like I just come alive with, with like groups of people. I love being immersed in, with my friends and in my social life. And I just I come alive within groups of people. There's nothing that I love more than engaging with people. And for me to be in a lockdown, it's now March. For me to be locked away from that for almost a year has really took a mental bloody toll on me. And I've had good days. I've had bad days. This particular day, actually, as I'm talking into this mic, is a bad day. 
yesterday I had an amazing day I got up I was productive I got so much done got my washing done got my food shopping done got my walking I was just go 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 I was doing like uh, giveaway on social media I was getting that out there I was just really productive and then this morning I just woke up and I was just like fuck this so we all have our ups and downs so look I'm not trying to downplay anyone's um anyone's what's the word I'm looking for not down to down to down <laughs> excuse me I'm not down trying to downplay anyone's problems and saying that mine are worse than others but it has been tough. It has been very, very hard. Um, and this is coming from somebody who has been very lucky. So I can only imagine what it's like for people who are going through a lot of hard, hardship at the time. I During all this time. But anyway, back to what I was saying. Christmas came and went. Now, then January came. I, I am, and I have always been, a half glass full type of guy. I've always liked January. January has always been a month where... I found that it was like a new start of the year. It was a month to set goals. Um, it was a month where Christmas had been and gone. It was time to declutter. And, you know, people always give out about January. Going, oh, it's such a long month and everyone's broke and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, it's January's, January's cool. Like, And I suppose I, I, all, I suppose as well, working in retail down through the years, well they call it a January sale so like but really like the January sale is over by the bloody 1st of January so I always found like professionally if I was running a, a closed store or whatever January was my month to like spring clean get the store back up and running get the new launches in you know just really kind of reflect on a year that's gone by professionally and also personally as well it was it was always my it was always my month to kind of go right we've done a year now let's get on to the new year I feel like that with Mondays as well, and I think that's why I had such a good day yesterday because yesterday was Monday. So I've 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 always been that person where it's like, yeah, it's Monday, get up and go, get out there, let's start the week. However, this January, people you people were saying to me all over December, we're going to be in a lockdown now in January, and it's going to be really hard, and the weather's going to be really bad, and it's like a fucking six week month or whatever it is. So we're all going to really struggle through this. And I was like, I kept saying to myself, no, we're not. I'm not. I'm not going to. It's going to be a great month for me. First of January, I was in the depths of hell. <laughs> I literally could not lift my head up off the bed. I don't know what the hell was wrong with me. I spent the whole month like that. I got into a very bad cycle. For somebody that doesn't watch a lot of TV, I found myself waking up in the morning looking out the window, seeing the weather. I mean, we get bad weather in Ireland. Not all the time. We get really nice springs. We get a lovely March. We usually get a, we usually get a very hot April, which is always very bizarre. I never get that. And we always get like a really hot August. So like it's the weather isn't the weather isn't really bad in this country. It's we're actually very lucky. But now look, I'm not a weatherman, so I'm not going to go off into a bloody conversation about weather. But the weather in January was horrendous. And I just, every time I, I looked out the blinds in the morning, I just seen the, the, the bloody dark weather, the dark skies. I was like, there's no point in me getting up because there's nothing for me to get up for. So I found I was putting on Netflix in the morning and I was staying in bed till like two, three o'clock. So I'd make my breakfast, I'd bring my breakfast into bed and I'd start watching Netflix. I'd fallen off my diet. I've always, always been someone who's been very kind of fit and healthy. And I love that lifestyle. Very much so last year. Um, 
like really last year, I really ramped it up. I really kind of upped my fitness. I upped my 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 diet. My that there's another word I hate diet. I don't like that word. I hate I hate what my mother says to me. Can you eat that now on your diet? I'm like, ma'am, I'm not on a diet. I eat whatever I want. I just I I eat it in moderation, or I watch what I eat. So there's another word to add to the bucket list. Bucket no to the list, not a bucket list. Diet hate that word but um my food had really like dropped off over december and january like everybody's because it was christmas and like the gym the gym had closed so the gym was up and running up until christmas week i think so i did very well up until chris yeah i was it was open christmas week and i was training right up to christmas week and then i think we went into lockdown shortly after Christmas. So then, so the gym had closed. So my, my, if, if my food, sorry, if my training goes, my food goes with it. So all of that just went out the window. And I really struggled. I really, really struggled. And I just felt my motivation was gone. My productivity levels were gone. My, um, like I said, my fitness, my diet, everything had just gone. And I just, I really, really struggled. And it, bloody hit me hard and I had a good six weeks there of just staying in bed I went out and I walked when I could but I wasn't really pushing myself but the only thing the only thing I took from January is that every single person felt the same so I didn't feel as bad I just felt you know what I'm going through this journey just as much as everybody else is we're all having a fucking shit January so I just need to get on with it um February then I just I pulled my socks up and I said I ain't I ain't having this anymore I ain't having this anymore I love spring I love February it's a short four weeks fuck it we're in lockdown again but so what I'm gonna get on with us I signed up for like an eight week nutrition plan I changed my my food um I got back out there walking I started doing my home workouts three nights a week I never missed them my gym were just so so good as always they, they gave me a dumbbell to work off so I've got like a dumbbell that I can use so I was back like lifting weights so that just really bloody cleared my head and I was beginning to feel good I started doing the magic again and I started like I started getting into manifestation again started like you know getting back into that whole buzz which is always but like the art of manifestation is always something that I vouch for or it's something that I've always practiced excuse me I need to, I need to take a drink excuse me um by the way series two is going to be more uh it's going to be more I think in series one I was very aware of what I was putting out there that I had to be perfect and my producer Alice like if I put an episode out and if there was like a glitch or a sound or anything, I'm like, delete that, delete that. They can't hear that. But you know what? I've learned in life that if you are your full authentic self, um, that it works. And, you know, if I have to take a drink in the middle of a podcast, so bloody what? like. So I think series two, I'm just aiming for, even though series one, come here, let me tell you, series one, and all those fucking amazing guys that I interviewed was as real, as real as I can be and as real as they can be. But I, what I'm talking about is more kind of production and stuff. If there was, I, I, I'm, if Alice is listening to this, she's going to know what I'm talking about because I'm, I'm my own worst critic. And I, and I, I have to, if, if I put, if I put something out there, 
I have to make sure that, not that it's perfect, but I have to stand by it. And if I think there's something that's shabby or anything, I'm like, no, get rid of it. It's gone. I ain't going to be like that anymore because I need to be more, I need to be a little bit more easier on myself, just like we all do. I think that's one thing that I've taken from 2020 is that I need to be just a little bit more softer on myself. We all have to be. And I actually like that I've realised that because there'll be a lot of people that will reach out to me on Instagram, whether it be friends, whether it be followers, people I've never met before. And they'd say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm really struggling with my fitness. I can't, I can't get back out there. I can't get into it. And I now have the advice to say, just take it day by day. Just achieve one goal a day because we are all bloody struggling. And that's really what I've taken is just go easy on yourself. And nobody is striving for per- per- perfection now. Like, I don't know how many people I have muted on Instagram because there's just stuff I just don't want to see. I just I just don't want to see it anymore. Um, but anyway, that's a whole that's a whole bloody podcast that that topic, and I ain't I ain't going getting into that. So where was I? See, I've lost my train of thought there now. Anyway, February. So yeah, I started reading the magic, which is like a twenty eight day process. Now, if I'm being hundred percent honest. I didn't finish it. I got to day 23. And I didn't finish it because February was going so well for me. And I was being, like I said, I was being so productive and stuff. I didn't go near the podcast or anything like that because I just wanted to just kind of leave it for a while. But the past couple of weeks have been hard um, in March and I kind of dropped off the magic. So I'm going to get back into it now this week. Um, it's all about like manifestation and kind of achieving your goals and all that sort of stuff. But it the type of process that it is, you can go into it and you can come out of it. But again, I don't, I never ever want to force anything. So I'm not going to force the magic. I'm not going to force manifestation on me unless I'm in the headspace for it. And I was in the headspace for in February and some good things happened. I think I was, I was a bit... Again, I was I was too bloody hard on myself doing it. I was waiting for things to happen. You can't do that. You have to let the universe. You know, you have to, like the universe will 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 allow things happen when the timing is right. And I think because I was trying to force it and force it and force it, I just came to the point where I just gave up and I just breathed it away from it. So I've taken a little break off it and I'll go back onto it when my head's a little bit clearer. Then March came and it was my birthday. So I turned 39. So I'm a year off the big 4-0. And fuck me. I don't know where that came from. Because I am honestly still just a 19. No, I'm not saying those numbers 19. I am still a 21 year old by heart. 39 like. (laughs) Do you hear my voice went up there? It was like, do you know when boys in puberty have like a high pitched voice? That is literally just what happened there. And I'm a 39-year-old. Um, yeah. Like, where did that come from? Again, my only consolation is all my friends are turning, like, 39 or 40. So I don't feel as bad. Um, but, like, I, I I hang around with... like I have lots of different... I have lots of different groups of friends. And I would have, like, a lot of friends that are very young, like, in their early 20s and stuff. 
And sometimes I think they act more mature than me. Like, <laughs> So, I don't know. Look, age is only a number. I'm actually, like, totally embracing growing older. It doesn't... It's not really affecting me. Now, ask me that next year when I turn 40. Because I think when you turn... And I know... Listen, I know that my 40s are going to be amazing. I know my 40s are going to be the best years of my life. Because I feel the most confident... I feel like I have the most amount of self-esteem I've ever had in my 39 years. I can only imagine what it's going to be like in my 40s. Like, I really know myself. I really, really know myself. So, I can just imagine my 40s, how it's going to be. And the opportunities that I'm going to create in my 40s, they're going to be huge, like. And I know all that, but I, I think I think there's a thing when you turn 40, it's like, I'm not, I'm not a young person anymore. Like, I'm now a proper, like, man, like, I'm 40. <laughs> so, look, we'll see where I am. But, look, it's it's been a bloody roller coaster, And I know the rest of this year is going to be a roller coaster. So, we'll see what, what my 39th year brings me. But, look, it was all good. I had a great birthday. And I really enjoyed it. And I really enjoyed um the day that I had. And it was lovely. It was lovely. I spent it with family. And I had such a nice night. And it just, it meant the world to me. And I didn't care about going out on the piss with my friends and stuff once I was with my family I really didn't care so that's kind of where we're at Patrick's Day came and went I got all Patrick's Day is one of my most favourite days of the year is that correct English one of my most favourite days no it isn't I like Patrick's Day I like Patrick's Day because I love a team I love like I love Halloween I love Christmas I love Patrick's Day because there are days where we can kind of dress up in a in like a team I also love being an Irishman. I love Ireland. I love Irish soil. I love Irish people. I love our humour. I love our crack. I love our culture. I love everything about us. It's just such a great country. Take out all the crap that's going on at the minute. And forget about coronavirus. Forget about the government. Forget about all that crap. It's one of the best countries in the world to live in. And I just, I love it here. And... That is why I love Patrick's Day. I just love celebrating the whole um, celebration of being Irish. So I got up that morning and I got all dressed up in like a pair of jeans and a nice little green shirt and nice pair of shoes. And I took some stuff for social media and I was like, oh, I kind of feel like this is like, I'm really kind of enjoying this. But then like, that was all done in the morning. And then after lunch, I was like, "Mm, should I have nothing to do now? So I did find Patrick's Day really tough. But look, everybody did. And also, I got like... So I put the picture up online and everybody was messaging me going, "Um, why are you wearing a teal shirt? Why are you wearing a blue shirt? Have you nothing green? Like, I am wearing a green shirt. It was my own fault. I put a bloody filter on, on the picture. And I know we should never filter our pictures, but I filter my pictures on Instagram so they're a better quality. My camera ain't the best and when I take a picture I'm a bit like mm, that's kind of the quality of that isn't great so I'll either just slightly adjust the brightness or whatever or I'll just put a full-on filter on it that's what I did with the Patrick's Day picture and my shirt turned out blue and everybody was like you're wearing a blue shirt and I just felt like saying guys come on I'm doing my best here I just you know I, I put a little outfit on just to kind of raise the spirits up online and you're all coming for me over a bloody filter shirt but look it's my own fault oh excuse me my throat is bloody dry so um 
that's kind of where we're at. Look, I have nothing. I It's just me and the mic today. I don't have anything prepared. I find I work best off the cuff. I am the king of chancers. And I'm the king of bluffers. And I can... I can just bluff my way through anything. I'm not saying I'm bluffing here. I'm just basically telling you how it is. But I don't have anything prepared here. I've no notes in front of me. I just said I'm just going to get the microphone, press record and go for gold. I actually... I went to a psychic just shortly before um, COVID. I said about two weeks before COVID. And she had said to me, she said, whatever you put out in the world... So she was talking about, like, whatever I do in the media, whether that be modelling or podcasting or you know trying to break into like radio tv and so she goes whatever you put out in the world just never never be anything else but yourself never pre-plan anything and be totally and utterly authentic to who you are and i've really i i really listened to that and i've really taken that on board with everything that i do so whether that be the podcast or whether that just be bloody stories that I do on Instagram. I don't like to prepare or plan anything. She said, she said, you you are best when you just talk and you will just go for it. And that's true. That's the way I am. That's the way I am in everyday life. That's the way I am with people. I am liable to say or do bloody anything. I kind of, I'm one of those people that just says something and then... I look back and I go, oh shit, why did I say that? But anyway, <laughs> so that so that's that's why I'm here at my mic, just um, just going for gold basically. So yeah, so look, this is series two again. I have some great guys lined up. Um, I have some really good interviews um coming up over the next few weeks that I'm really really excited about. And like I said, this is this is a passion project, and this is something. That's given me a little bit of motivation, a little bit of um, a little bit of fun, a little bit of creative expression, and that's the bloody main thing. And that's what we all need. That's what we all need right now. And look, I hate when people say we'll all get there, but we will. We will bloody get there. And you know, it's funny because I look at memories that come up on Instagram of this time last year, and I'm such a different person. I'm such. I I really was such a different person. And just with everything, like I just I kind of look back and I go, my God, I was so different then. And then I and then I kind of look at that person, and do you know what? People listening to this might go, what is he talking about? He was the exact same person he was last year. But I I see a difference. I really do. Like I I just it's hard. It's it's very very hard to explain. Take COVID out of the equation. Take it out of the equation. I was knocked around for six around June and July when I came out of something romantically uh, that I was involved in that I had kind of put my whole world into. It really, it really knocked me back for six. And I'm, I'm actually still, I'm actually still trying to get over it. And we're now, and it's now nearly a year, like. Um, so, yeah. But I think, I think because, because of everything that went through the year, on top of that, um, it really kind of, it really like knocked, what's that saying? It knocked, it knocked every bloody shade out of me. But anyway, we ain't, we ain't going there with the love life. Um, (laughs) 
I'm still single and you know what I'm really just working on me and I think what happened last year to me was definitely the universe talking to me and I'm not going to go into the details it was definitely um I don't want to say a learning lesson I don't like when people say that I don't like when people come out of relationships or failed relationships or whatever and people say that was a learning lesson I don't like that because we don't ask for stuff like that to happen to us and even though in the long run maybe I don't know maybe it is the universe trying to teach us something but we don't ask for that so I don't like when people say you were learning something because it's kind of like well, what, what what am I learning like um, I've lost my train of thought there now because I'm talking about the universe you see and when I talk about the universe I just go off into tangents but yeah the old heart it's not it's not fully healed and I get offers and you know what I'm sure I have turned down some of the most amazing men the past year. I'm sure I have. I know I have. But I just... I just can't go there. I just can't go there yet. I'm just not... I'm just not fully there. I don't know. Maybe that's what I'm learning. Maybe that's what the, the universe is teaching me. I need to kind of find... I, do you know what? I needed to find my own happiness within myself... And I am, fi- I am finding that, like, I'm finding, like I said, I have good days, I have bad days. And I am finding my own happiness. I don't need a man, like, I really don't. And there would have been a time in my life where I felt that I, I did need a man. But I don't, I don't need one, like, nobody bloody needs a man or a woman. Nobody needs another, another other half. You just need yourself. So that's currently where I'm kind of at, like, love life. Um, And yeah, those guys that I've been messaging and stuff like that but I'm very hesitant to kind of take it take it any further but we'll see there's that old age saying as well people, people a couple of people have said that to me like they've said someone's going to blindside you and it's your life's going to change and I'm like well we'll see we'll see about that pal <laughs> but um yeah look it's 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 been a it's been a tough old couple of months like it has for everyone but like I said, we will all, we will all get there. So hang strong, people, and um, keep going. That's that's kind of all I have to say on that matter. So I'm gonna let you guys go, but um, it's do you know what? It's lovely being back talking into the mic. I don't know what I do more of these these solo episodes. Sometimes I feel the last solo episode. <coughs> excuse me, the last solo episode felt like a therapy session. This episode kind of feels like it too. I don't know are people that interested in what I have to say. <laughs> so you can either tune in or tune out. Because if you ain't got any interest in what I got to say, there's plenty of other people that's coming up and you can have a listen to them too. So um, I do hope you enjoy what's to come and I do hope you've enjoyed this episode.